Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Lorena and this is The Pooch. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to episode 21. Today I want to talk about being a mum versus the notion of motherhood because I think if you make a distinction between the two you might find it helpful uh, especially when it comes with um, identity challenges but before I get into it I just wanted to share a little story that a little thing that happened to me this morning I'm a little bit annoyed about it and then, so I just felt like getting it off my chest I um, I walked my daughter to childcare. Um, it's not too far from where I live. And on the way back, I stopped into the servo to pick up, I think it was, to pick up some juice. I was just, you know, I'm pregnant for those that you don't don't know and I'm, I was craving some juice. And I don't know what happened, but, you know, I may have been walking a little bit slowly into the petrol station. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, this person kind of as soon as I got out of their way they were driving behind me as soon as I got out of their way they kind of revved up the car and parked next to the petrol pump anyway I went inside and I went to pay for what I was getting and then she came up to me and she said um you do know that I was following you with my car the whole time you were walking through the petrol station as in like you know through from the street to where I go in to pay for things meanwhile I don't know about petrol stations around the world but in Australia there's no kind of direct footpath from the road to where you go to pay you just have to walk through where all the cars are and I didn't hear her behind me she had one of those really silent you know um, battery cars anyway and I was like oh no sorry I didn't see you I wasn't walking slow or anything like that but she just she then decided to imitate my pregnancy like waddle <laughs> like she was like yeah you're walking like this and completely waddled and was like and it's really dangerous that you didn't hear my car and I just I was already not in a best mood I was just tired and whatever I haven't slept very well last night been having crazy pregnancy nightmares and crazy leg cramps that wake me up in the middle of the night so I had a shocking sleep just dropped my daughter off, was craving some juice and then this woman just tells me off and, and on top of it imitates me and I was thinking, wow, you know, I don't I don't remember the last time I imitated someone in public, let alone someone who is pregnant and struggling to walk. But anyway, fun times. So as I said, what I wanted to cover today was the difference between being a mum or mothering and the notion of motherhood. So before I start... 
I just want to clarify because I think I say this a lot and maybe I shouldn't be so apologetic right now, but I just need to be very, very clear on one very important thing. And maybe this is just for my sake. I absolutely am head over heels crazy about my child. I love her to bits. I would do anything for her. I would kill for her if I had to. I probably shouldn't put this on record. Um, And I love being her mum. So nothing that I say in previous episodes or in any episodes to come will counteract that point. That is so huge for me. And like I said, I shouldn't need to say this. And I feel like I'm I'm saying it because a part of me is questioning whether or not a mum who talks openly and honestly about, you know, struggles with with mum life, whether it comes across as I'm not happy about my circumstances. So... Just to be clear, although I don't want to have to need to be clear, but anyway, that's where we are. Um, I, on the other hand, don't love motherhood. Now, hopefully by the end of this episode, that won't be such a shocking statement. Um, And I think having had a bit of an understanding about what the distinction is about mothering and motherhood, Um, I think it's because motherhood is what has really made me struggle with my identity. Um, Having this kind of preconceived idea about what motherhood is meant to be like, and I'm going to talk about that in this episode, and then obviously entering into it and not having the same feelings, particularly about my identity, I think has really been what makes me struggle with with mum life or, or with portions of mum life that, that I think I want to share because I think that we often have this a similar experience with how we feel about mum life, but it's not something that we discuss openly and honestly. So I tried to Google some definitions of motherhood and it's really interesting because a lot of pe- a lot of places will define motherhood as being a mum. And there is a difference. There is a difference when you get down to really looking into pulling it apart. Motherhood, um, and this is a, there is a couple of quotes that I that I found. Um, so motherhood is actually it's a cultural process of, um, I guess, basically establishing an, a person's identity, and in line with them being a mum. So the notion of motherhood is a social concept. It's a social construct and it describes how a mother should be. So that's motherhood. It describes how a mother should be um, identity-wise by that by said society, but by, by wherever they are, right? So the society that they're in designs this idea of motherhood and then you kind of fit into it um, as you become a mum. Now... That is complicated because societies, um, communities, cultures all function very differently. But the idea is that, you know, it is a different, it's a different meaning to being a mum. It's actually a state that you enter into. It is the identity that you have. It's how you're supposed to navigate the world as a mum according to society's standards. You know, when you look at what motherhood means to some people a lot of people talk about it's what gives them purpose it's what gives them um, it's their full identity it's what makes them wake up in the morning and um, 
it's about being needed by their children it's about power it's about responsibility it's about um, having I guess this whole persona that is now that you are a mum these are the these are the things that you do these are the um, I guess values you align with etc so as I said you know motherhood is, is something that you enter into so the moment you become a mum whether it's through adoption whether it's through birth whether whether you marry into a situation or you partner into a situation where you suddenly become a mother to a child it is that you're entering into this state of motherhood it's a state of being so it's not exactly what you do per se but it's more about the the role that you play socially it's who you are it's your identity so if motherhood is a social concept um based on you know a society's beliefs it dictates how a mother should be think act what she should sacrifice um you know like i said her whole persona her whole belief system and this is where a lot of shame and identity struggles sit you can shame someone for not acting in a way that that you decide is how a mother should act just like you could put someone or, or I guess put some characteristics towards other roles in life like being a wife or being a daughter, right, being a husband. There are certain kind of characteristics that are supposed to come with that and it's not about a list of things that you should do or achieve as much as, you know, characteristics that you should possess as a person. You know, now that I'm a husband, I should be these things. Now that I'm a wife, I should be these things. Now that I'm a daughter, etc. Whatever role it is that you play. So motherhood is kind of the same thing. And so when you tie personal attributes, characteristics to this state that you're meant to be in, this state of being, um, but it's something that you kind of just enter into. One problem with that is, as, and I've mentioned in other episodes, is that there's an assumption that you are an expert so from one day to the next I enter motherhood it's a state it's a stage of my life I enter it suddenly not possessing all these characteristics that the society that I live in says I should because how the hell am I supposed to I I don't have those experiences in place so the difference is mothering or being a mum is more about what you do for your child and how you do it so it's about parenting it's about raising your child and that I love I I consider myself and maybe I'm being a bit big noted here but I consider myself a pretty good mum to my child obviously I'm learning obviously I'm no expert I make millions of mistakes all the time but I I'm getting comfortable with being someone who makes those mistakes and learns from them because to me being a mum and mothering my child are a journey it's a process it's i'm not entering suddenly into a state where i have to perform or or feel or believe a whole new existence <laughs> into reality it is something that i'm learning to do and so i i'm so able to enjoy moments with my child i'm so able to enjoy parenting her and Um, doing the things that I need to do to keep her safe to keep her alive to teach her new things because that's part of being a mum and it's not necessarily motherhood as society deems it to be so if you divide 
the definitions between or, or the ideas between being a mum and mothering so as in the the what you do for your child and how you do it so that's being a mum versus motherhood which is your whole persona which is your whole identity if you can separate those two things you can realize that you can be an excellent mum you can be an excellent mum without motherhood being central to your identity and kind of coming to terms with that for myself has allowed me to accept the fact that this notion of motherhood this state of being that I'm supposed to have entered into and you know with all the demands that the society like that I live in um, have created around that especially in this day and age where we have social media and we've got I guess curated images of what motherhood should be like there's a lot of perfection that's tied to that you know there's a lot of you know putting aside self-image and and body image and all that kind of stuff there is a lot of um you know this this notion that you dedicate absolutely everything that you do to this perfect standard of a lifestyle and it's not directly about how you parent your child at all it's got actually very little to do with how you parent your child it's the the entire lifestyle that you create once you become a mum for yourself for your family and including your children obviously having things under control motherhood or the notion of motherhood the societal expectations of motherhood is exactly where women get judged for example for being for working full-time instead of being at home with their kids full-time or even vice versa for being stay-at-home mums versus in the workforce that's another topic for another day but the whole point is that that they're not being judged on their parenting because the child could be thriving they're being judged on society's idea of motherhood ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. 
It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I realized that if I base my sense of self on mothering, then that's when I really feel like a failure. That's when I really feel like everything's falling apart. I don't have my shit together because the society that I that I live in puts a lot of pressure and expectations on the notion of motherhood. Um, just like if I base my sense of self on my child needing me, because that is that's kind of tied with motherhood. I think it's it's that having a child depend on you, right? And for me personally and this is no criticism of anyone else but this is how I personally feel about it if I base my sense of self on how much my child needs me then over time I'm destined to fail because this has nothing to do with how I've parented my child the skills that I've equipped her with um, you know the the personality that I've supported and fostered and and you know her ability to navigate the world around her this has everything to do with me just tying my whole identity on motherhood so if I if I do that as she gets older and as she literally needs me less because she's very dependent right now she's only two and a half but as she gets older she won't be as dependent you know in some ways yes in some ways no and eventually over time almost the roles will reverse (laughs) I hope that I don't do that to her but you know at some point in time I'll be the one that's more clueless in the world than she is Um, and if I base my whole identity on her needing me I will fail 100% will fail if I expect her to be devastated for example every time I drop her off at childcare because that's a sign that she needs me I'm not giving her I'm not I don't know I don't feel like I'm supporting her to be confident in the world that she's in when I drop her off and she says see your mom and is really happy didn't happen today she got a bit emotional but on the days that that happens I walk away feeling really successful because I think you know I've kind of we've we've talked up today we I've given her a sense of confidence now she's walked in there and she's feeling good and it's not fake she's not blocking her tears she's feeling good and it's got nothing to do with how it links back to me. It's got nothing to do with how little I'm now needed or how much I'm needed. It's just got to do with how successful I have been in that little millisecond at mothering, at parenting. If you think about the idea of feeling successful or not in, in something, feeling confident or not in something, being a mum... You can break it down into more, I guess, practical experiences, right? So it's the things that you need to do in order to look after your child. The the thinking that you do um, about your child's future and working to equip them for the future. It's, you know, all the things that I do to nurture my child. It's the things that I do to educate my child, to raise her in the best way that I can, um, it also involves worrying about my child. It also involves a lot of things. But these are all things that I can almost, I'm a very visual thinker. And these are things that I can describe easily, you know, in terms of what it looks like when you do those things. 
And so in some ways I can measure how well I did and, in, and in, you know, I can reflect and I can go, um, I kind of sucked today at, you know, being patient with my child, for example. You know, she was trying to talk to me, but she asked me the same question a hundred times and I was not really good at that. I can measure it, I can reflect and I can kind of move on. Um, I can try and do better tomorrow if that's, you know, if that's the situation. On the other hand, if I measure my success on motherhood as a, as a concept, right, not the practicalities of being a mum and not the things, I guess, that are involved in being a mum or parenting, but motherhood as a state of being, as an entire existence, as my identity, um, it's something that, you know, you've entered into, like I said, without having any experience, without having any knowledge, without having anything but society's, you know, rules and, and um, guides around what motherhood should be like, then it's very easy to feel like a failure. It's very easy to feel unsuccessful because at the end of the day, it's something that you either are or you're not. If motherhood is based on your values, your beliefs, um, how you should think, act, etc. These things you either do possess or you don't possess. It's not as it's not as simple as saying today I did the wrong thing according to how I feel I should parent or mother um, versus today I was not you know being something or not being something is a is a almost like a complete sentence. I either am or I'm not as opposed to I did something or I didn't do something. I hope this all makes sense. It makes sense in my head. Um, my baby brain is not helping me structure any kind of thought process at all. But this, I think it's really important for me to give this message because I feel like if you can pull these two concepts apart, then it'll allow you to to rid yourself of a bit of shitty feelings around, you know, who is it that I'm supposed to have become now that I've, I'm a mum? You know, are you are you telling yourself that you're supposed to have become something because you feel that you've entered this state of motherhood? Because that's what I really struggled with. Are you telling yourself that you're supposed to have, you know, become mumsy and, you know, constantly always thinking about, um, you know, being this nurturing being that, that is maybe not you? I'm very nurturing towards my child. Like I... I feel that I give her so much nurturing um, and I don't feel like I fail in that regard. But am I a completely nurturing person? I don't I don't know. And it doesn't really form a huge part of my identity. So if I'm if I'm measuring myself on that, then I would say, well, that that makes me a failing mother when it comes to motherhood. And you don't want that because, again, it's a social construct. It's the idea that our society, wherever you live, um, deems you know as as good mothering according to their definitions of motherhood and that's something that you don't need to measure yourself on and you know the ironic thing is that you could move anywhere in the world and join any society in the world and be a good mum right based on how you support your child and how you um, what you do to parent your child but the measurement of motherhood changes wherever you are so it's really it's problematic if you measure yourself against this thing that society has just created
and you can you can kind of see where society confuses those two concepts or or, or measures you know mums on motherhood or not um when you see a lot of people i guess challenging how a person behaves and their challenge is you know as a mum i assumed you would know different and it's got nothing to do with them parenting at all it's got nothing to do with them directly interacting with their child it's got to do with how they behave how they conduct themselves how they operate in society and your measure is as a mum i would have expected different from you i actually saw this um this video the other day and it was about this this person was complaining about having flown i don't know done some huge flight somewhere and throughout maybe 50% of the flight they were sitting near a baby crying um and there was a lot of critique about how the baby you know the mum wasn't able to stop the baby crying um you know not to be judgmental but i think if you know babies <laughs> you'd know that it's very hard to just stop them crying. And I think this baby was probably like, what, three months old, four months old, I don't know. But it was basically a big complaint that, you know, if you can't control your kids, if you can't, um, you know, make them behave in a certain way or consider the comfort of others, you shouldn't be flying full stop. And so in the comments of this video, there was heaps of responses to it saying, you know, a whole range of things like, well, I need like I don't not I don't always have the option to travel or not like my partner might live on the other side of the country or you know maybe maybe I had a baby when I moved overseas and now I'm moving back home you know not all travel is a luxury kind of thing um, and while you know I equally hate the fact that I'm making people around me uncomfortable flying is a form of public transport and if we can all afford a ticket then we can all expect to be able to have the right to travel and so anyway there were heaps of responses and some of the responses got a bit feisty and people were you know blowing up at this woman for making this video about flying with babies and basically the response back to all those um like people complaining back was that obviously most of the people that were complaining back were parents and often mothers right so the response from this person who made the video was you know isn't it ironic that all the people who are, you know, blowing up at me using this foul language or bullying or trolling or, you know, basically describing all of this really negative behavior, isn't it ironic that they're all mums? And it just kept coming back to describing this negative behavior. Not that I condone trolling or bullying or anything like that. You know, I'm not the type of person to swear and blow up at a stranger definitely not commenting on things like that online but it was just interesting that the retaliation had nothing to do with the point that they were making had nothing to do with the fact that people have different perspectives or whatever it might be this person who made the video was just tapping into the fact that mothers shouldn't behave that way mums should behave differently and so when you're online you know writing a message to someone that involves swear swear words for example when you're online writing a message um, that involves trolling or bullying or picking on them or and 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 she was describing behavior once again that had nothing to do with parenting it had to do with this notion of motherhood and this is my point it's society dictating how a mother or how mothers should behave 
calling that motherhood and then tying you to it. I, you know, the notion that once, you know, I remember when I was pregnant with my daughter, people were telling me once you become a mum, you'll stop wearing certain types of clothes or you'll stop going to certain types of places because mums don't do that. That's got nothing to do with parenting and it's got nothing to do with how I raise my child. It's got to do with society's standards on motherhood and on how mothers should behave. Motherhood is about society dictating what it means to be a mum and then measuring you on this, right? So holding, holding up the stick saying in all areas of life and especially things that have nothing to do with parenting whatsoever, this is how a mother should behave once you enter this state of motherhood. Now we're going to hold you to it and um, if you fail, you will be frowned upon. Basically, that is that is what motherhood is. Um, and again, it's behavior that's got nothing to do with parenting. It's got nothing to do with being a mum. So I think, I hope this is helpful. And I think, you know, just by having that distinction in mind and understanding that, you know, you can't be told who to be. Your identity is yours. And when when our identity as mums gets fucking thrown in the blender and mixed upside down and back to front and you're able to kind of go well actually a lot of it's got to do with expectations a lot of it's got to do with you know the new things that I need to do to keep this baby alive and to keep this baby thriving but a huge part of it has to do with what society is telling me I need to think feel and behave like now when you can separate all those things I think you can start to feel a bit more like yourself who happens to be a mum. Just like when you become a sister or when you become, you know, a partner. It's you in that role. It's not a whole new state that you're entering into. So I hope you found this helpful. And once again, I want to remind you to trust your gut, be kind to your pooch, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.